Listeners Goose and Stephanie, hello guys, suggested an episode about public transportation in Berlin on our Discord server. That's right, we have a Discord server where you can chat with Jay and with me and with other listeners about our episodes. You can ask questions about Berlin. You can meet some other people who are new in the city or are maybe planning to move here. It's a pretty small group right now but if you'd like to join us all you have to do is download discord or go to discord.com and create a free account and then go to everyone.berlin slash discord to join us so in episode four of this podcast we talked about cycling in berlin it's my favorite way of getting around berlin and i used to be pretty hardcore about it and basically cycle in any weather and no matter how far the distance recently i think i've softened a little bit i will i will take the uban if it's snowing in march as it is as i'm recording this uh, or if it takes me 45 minutes to go all the way from wedding to the very south of berlin then then I will take public transportation. Plus, I also have a dog now and haven't managed to train him to run with me while I cycle. So I've come to appreciate the public transportation system in Berlin. And you're right, Goose and Stephanie, we should talk about it because it is a little bit complicated. I recently had some friends visit me from another city in Germany and even they were perplexed when it came to all the different types of public transportation, all the different tickets. So I'll try to give you a good overview. In this episode, we'll talk about the, the different types of public transportation, the ticket zones, the ticket options, what happens if you get caught without a ticket. Um, and so let's start with maybe just some general thoughts of what it's like riding public transportation in Berlin. Public transportation has a long history, obviously. There's even a musical uh, called Linie 1, which is all about the subway line number one, but a long time ago. Um, there's a beautiful song in it called Hey Du. I will, I will link it in the show notes. The, the system here has many flaws, and it is a little bit complicated, but overall, I think it is one of the better public transportation systems in the world. You're never really stuck anywhere with no option of how do I get there. Obviously, the further you go out of Berlin or the outskirts, it gets a little bit more, more difficult or you have to wait longer. But in general, it is a really good system. And I always feel like no matter where you go, like from A point to point B within Berlin, it basically always takes you like half an hour. <laughs> For some reason, it's never much shorter than half an hour, but it always rarely feels much longer. And I think that's a pretty good pretty good system that, that gets you from a point A to point B in a big city like this in, in 30 minutes, more or less. It is quite high frequency. Um, and I've been to other cities in other countries where the subway system and stuff shut down completely during the night. Um, and there's like, you're left with no other options. In Berlin, the subway does close for a few hours at night, um, but not during weekends. So like between Friday night and Sunday, you can, you can use the subway during the night as well. And during weekdays, if you happen to be traveling 
at nighttime, there's always some alternatives. There's night buses. We'll talk about these different things. But I think it's a pretty good high-frequency system where you're never... There's like no time where there's zero options. It'll take longer, but you'll always have some option. Something that's maybe a little special and also compared to other countries is that we don't have any any of these physical barriers. Like when you enter a subway station in, in London, you have to put your ticket and then the little thing opens. And sometimes you see these videos of people hopping over. I don't know if that's possible in London, but I think it is in, in New York and stuff. In Berlin, there's none of that. There's no barrier to entry <laughs> except for a little sign that you need to have a ticket. And basically the system is just based on occasional ticket checks. In my personal experience, they're quite occasional. Like they're not, they, they don't happen very often. So in theory, I mean, I feel like I haven't gotten checked in like a year. But then again, I don't ride the subway and public transportation that often. But I know that many people, uh, you know, risk it sometimes and and basically ride illegally or without a ticket. We'll talk about that later. Um, but it's just good to know that you do need a ticket. You, you're not allowed to go without a ticket, but you can just hop on and there's nothing stopping you, nothing physical stopping you. The the subway lines, it's, in, it's funny. As you live here for a while, you will learn that different subway lines have different characters and even reputations the u8 for example that that goes all the way from neukölln in the south to wedding and crosses some very interesting places it goes through kreuzberg um, it has a reputation for stuff happening on that line like hopefully not dangerous things um we'll talk about safety maybe as well but um it's just you see people moving their entire apartments in berlin on the subway you will sometimes see someone with a ton of stuff you we don't have that many buskers i think in in berlin sometimes you'll have them but you do see a lot of characters and a lot of things go down in, in these subway lines and um, you will learn that some some have a reputation for being especially interesting, let's say. I would say all of that kind of makes Berlin what it is. Like a lot of it is funny or, you know, you you look at it and 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 you enjoy <laughs> you enjoy the show. Obviously, it's still a system that relies on everybody's decency and common sense behavior. I think it's really troubling that a lot of people uh, ignore the no smoking rules on the platforms. I've never seen anyone smoke in a subway car, I think, but it's quite common to see people smoke on the platforms, even though that's not allowed. Obviously, you want to get up if there's an elderly person or someone who's pregnant uh, entering, just like trying to be decent. If you're if you just bought a Dona that smells of garlic, maybe wait till you exit the subway car until you start eating it. These kinds of things, I think, are common sense. And sometimes I wish there was more of that in Berlin. The trains can get very crowded during rush hour. I've n I don't experience this very often because when I do use the subway, it's not usually right in the morning or right in the afternoon during rush hour. Um, but I've I've experienced it a few times. It's not as bad as in like 
Japan or some of these countries where there's Tokyo, where there's uh, these really infamous, really, really, really crowded trains. It's not that bad, but I've definitely been in a situation where it's like, okay, I'm going to let this train pass because this one is is too full. Like I can't get in, but it doesn't really happen outside of rush hour. Pickpockets are a are a problem, especially on on subways. Um, one thing that I've heard happen to a friend even is someone will if you're using your phone as everybody is when you're just on the subway, someone will essentially just as the doors are closing, grab your phone and run. So that's that's I guess that's not pickpocketing. That's that's almost like an assault or or theft. Um, I have also another friend also was listening on wired headphones um, and then she she just noticed the doors were closing and her music stopped and she didn't even know what was happening and someone actually managed to take the phone out of her jacket pockets, um, detach the cable and run away with it and she didn't even notice until it was too late. So that's definitely a thing. So. Be aware that you need to be extra careful when you're on the subway, especially when it's very full. But even when it's empty, I would just say, make sure your phone is protected, your purse is protected, those kinds of things. Emergencies, I've never I've never experienced a, a big emergency, but there are these emergency breaks, obviously, that you can and should uh, use if there's a real emergency going on and if you do you will also be able to speak to the driver at least on subways and and the s-bahnen we'll talk about these different types of public transport if it's a bus obviously just talk to the bus driver i would just say public transportation is a area an area of society where I think there's a higher potential for things to go wrong or for critical situations or for people molesting other people. I haven't experienced a lot of this personally, but I would just say when you're using public public transportation in Berlin, be an active, proactive user. Don't just zone out and and not notice anything. I think, yeah, it's, it's good to really become a part of this system when you're on the subway. The the one question that Stephanie had was um what about barrier free entry? I think we have a lot a long ways to go in Berlin. Um I found a website that says that 80% 81% of Berlin subway stations can be reached without steps. That may be true, but that leaves one in five subway stations where that you literally can't enter if you are in a wheelchair or if you're pushing a stroller. And even the ones that do have an elevator, many times the elevator is in like a really inconvenient place and you have to cross like three streets to even reach the elevator. And then you go down and it's just, it's not a great system. Honestly, if you rely on a wheelchair or you you have a stroller with you, um, it's not great. So there's a few abbreviations that you should know. The first one you've probably seen or heard, and that's BVG. That's the Berliner Verkehrsbetriebe. That's the company that runs almost all of the public transportation in Berlin. I wondered for a long time why it's BVG when there's no G in Verkehrsbetriebe. And that's because it used to be Verkehrsaktiengesellschaft. So that's just a little 
piece of trivia. BVG, Berliner Verkehrsbetriebe, that's the company that runs all the subways, all the buses, all the trams. And it it's interesting. They have they, they used to have and they still have this image of the drivers, especially the bus drivers, but the employees in general being infamously rude and kind of very you know berlin to the extreme where they're where they're just rude and bvg actually managed to kind of take this image and in a very ironic way use it for their own marketing it started i think it started with a a song a youtube video that they produced a few years ago i will i will link it in the show note it's called ismia ismia guy so i don't care um where this where this ticket checker this supposed ticket checker it's really a, a german singer um goes through the subway and sees all these crazy things that we just talked about happening and then just singing that he doesn't care um and that was kind of the start of this campaign that they long-running marketing campaign that they've been doing called because we love you and yeah they've done um a lot of funny spots and things in the meantime and so i think it's a very successful marketing campaign because they really kind of turned around their image from ah it's just like this this organization in the city that that runs public transport to something that's almost kind of popular culture i think they've started selling merch even that's based on the 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 cloth on the seats and things like that so that's the bvg you will see it around the city all the time then there's db that's deutsche bahn that's the company that runs the trains in germany the the, the regular train system and that's not something we'll talk about much on this episode because it's really about public transportation in berlin but db die deutsche bahn they do run some trains that you can also use to get around Berlin, mainly the S-Bahn, that is kind of like the one type of public transportation that is not run by BVG, but by Deutsche Bahn. And then you can also take some regional and even some long-distance trains to get around Berlin in some cases, and so those are run by Deutsche Bahn. And then the other abbreviation that you should know is VBB, VBB. That's Verkehrsverbund Berlin Brandenburg. That is essentially a, a transport local regional transport association that unites Berlin and Brandenburg. So basically, as we'll talk about, you can buy a ticket in Berlin and take a S-Bahn, for example, all the way to Brandenburg, and that's you will still be in this area in this VBB Transport Association kind of area so that's what that is about and you will see it in some of the tickets that we'll talk about bvg db vbb those are the abbreviations and those are kind of the people or and the organizations that run the system so let's talk about the types of public transportation that exist in berlin the main one or maybe the most important one is the u-bahn that's the subway, U-Bahn, because of Untergrund, it goes underground. And there's a bunch of different lines. I think it's a pretty 
pretty solid system. And the names are uh, lines are numbered, so it's U eins, U zwei, U acht, U nine, and so on. And they run from one stop to the other, <laughs> just like in any city. And there's cross crossing points where you can switch. So that's that's the U-Bahn. Um, not much more to say about it. It's not as as deep underground as in as in some other cities, um, but it's a yeah, it's a good good system. Then we have buses, as we do in basically any German city. The bus stops have uh, sometimes they have a little um, covering for bad weather, but not always. Um, but they will always have some type of. Uh, posting or sign with a yellow H and that H stands for Haltestelle and that means that's a, that it's a bus stop. Uh, you don't need to wave at the bus driver if you want the bus to stop. Basically, if you're standing at the bus stop, the bus should stop. Uh, but you do have to press the stop button if you're on the bus and you want to get off at the next stop. And usually uh, these days, the buses do have like a reliable screen or announcement that tells you the next stop. But if you have a smartphone, you can also just uh, look at Google Maps and see where you are. I usually prefer that even over the signs because I can just see on the map. Is it one more stop, two more stops, three more stops? Then there's Nachtbusses, Nacht, Nachtbusse, <laughs> night buses. Uh, those run during the night and they replace some trams and trams and subways so as i mentioned the subway does close during the night on weekdays and some trams also don't run during the night and then there is night buses they have an n in front of the number and then they have the number that they the line that they replace after it so n8 would replace the subway line 8 And those run less frequently, but if the subway is closed, you, there's usually a night bus that you can catch that's essentially the same route, so you can get off the same stop that you would during the day. Trams are these little, I mean, I guess you know what a tram is. It's a, it's a, it's a little train that, that goes on the tracks on the street along with the cars. <laughs> I'm bad at explaining what a tram is. They sometimes just have a number. Sometimes they start with an M, but not all of them. And with those, they they stop at every stop and they stop a lot. Like they they it takes much longer to go by tram than it does by U-Bahn, but you are above ground. And you don't need to press stop to get off there. They will stop at every stop unless you're traveling during the night. So some trams will go during the night and then you do need to press stop if you want to get off the next stop. And so then to go kind of long distances between some of the bigger train stations or to go outside of Berlin, you will use either the S-Bahn and the S-Bahn is is the the type of train that is run by Deutsche Bahn, but it's just in Berlin. And most important, there's several lines, but the the famous one, the important one, is the S-Bahn Ring. So there's one one ring ar around Berlin, and there's several trains going in either direction, and you can circle the city. In theory, you could go, you could board one train and then just stay on that train the whole day, and you would circle the city 
various times. So that's an effective way to kind of get around the the city. And um, those are run by Deutsche Bahn, but that doesn't matter in terms of the tickets. We'll talk about the tickets, but it, it is a different type of train. And those, even though they're called S-Bahn, sometimes travel underground and the U-Bahn sometimes travels above ground. So in if you just look at them, uh, like you can't tell if you're on an S-Bahn or U-Bahn by checking if you're above or underground. That's not a reliable indicator. Then there's regional trains that go through all of Germany, but within Berlin, you can also take regional trains. If you're, exam for example, if you're going from Hauptbahnhof to Ostkreuz, uh, then you could take a regional train. And some long-distance trains, the ones that start with IC and ICE, Intercity Express, most of them you're not allowed to take with a regular ticket. So those are the only ones basically that you can't get on, except for some of them. So that's confusing. But if in doubt, I would just not get on any long-distance trains. But you can get on a regional train. And then there's also ferries. I have never taken a ferry within Berlin. Like, oh, well, I've many, I've taken many ferries, but I've never taken a uh, a ferry run by the BVG in Berlin. It's very common in Hamburg, where where you can take public transportation ferries. Um, in Berlin, it's not as common, but there are ferries run by BVG. I will link um, a, a page from their website in the show notes, and you can check out with ferries. You can take with just a regular BVG ticket. Next, let's talk about how to find your route or how to find out how to get to your location. My favorite app or method is Google Maps. I know that many people don't disagree and they don't think that that's the best app. Um, I like it because I can just use it around the world, like basically whenever I travel. I just always use Google Maps to find find the public transportation um, route that I want to take. And since I'm used to the app, I never have to learn or download a new app. And I find that it works very well in Berlin. And Google Maps does know about trains that are running late and buses, even buses that are running late. Like it has all the same information and data that the official apps have. So I'm fine just using Google Maps. However, if you want to try the kind of more official apps, BVG actually has a bunch of different apps. Um, the the kind of new and hip one is BVG Yelbi. I will link this, of course. And this app lets you plan your routes with public transportation, but it also offers a bunch of the ride-sharing services. So basically, if you're signed up for, for... And I think we talked about this in another episode as well. If you're signed up for... Um, miles or drive now or any of those ride sharing services or bicycle sharing services or scooter services this app will show you those uh, vehicles that are within your vicinity and I think you can even reserve them through the app and it'll like you can take them into your into account for your route um, so that would be one benefit the the main reason why I, why it falls short for me a little bit is because it has a lot of them but not all of them and for some reason i just prefer 
I don't know, opening my favorite services and figuring out if something's close by. And if not, I'll open another app. Um, but maybe I should look into it again. And then there's a an older app called BVG Fa Info that lets you also figure out the route, but I really don't like the interface in that one. And it lets you buy tickets, but there's a much better app for that now as well. So I really don't know why this app even is around anymore. I would, if you're using BVG Fa Info, I would say try Google Maps or Yelby. It's probably much better. And then DB Deutsche Bahn. Um, has DB Navigator, but that's basically for planning trips around Germany or even to other countries. You can, in theory, figure out a route within Berlin with that app as well, but it feels clunky. And uh, yeah, I would use DB Navigator if you're going to another city, but not for navigation around Berlin. One thing to Note, I think that this was also confusing to my friends who visited recently, is that when you're at the subway station or at the tram station, um, you, you the bus will basically the sign and also what's on the display or on the bus it will it will show uh, not the direction. It won't say like this this one's going north north and this one's going south or anything like that. It will show the last stop. The confusing thing is that the same line often has alternating last stops. So basically, the the S2 will sometimes have the last stop in Bernau, sometimes in Blankenburg, sometimes in Buch. Those are different stops, but it's always the same direction. And this last stop only really matters if you're going beyond one of those last stops. So basically, you just need to check am i going into the same into the same in, into the right direction and is the last stop after the stop that i want to go to which if you're not going very far if you're not going if you're not leaving kind of the center of berlin it's rarely happening so mostly you just have to check your line and then which direction um are you going to in the subway stations they uh, the platform will always have a kind of poster with all of the stops and the ones that are in the opposite direction are grayed out. So that's an easy way to quickly check is my stop on this on this list. And if so, then you're on the right side of the platform. If it's grayed out, you need to go to the other side. For buses and trams, I often just look at Google Maps and like rotate my phone so the compass shows me like I want to go that way and then then I know which side of the platform I need to be on or which side of the street. So ticket zones um, are also slightly confusing, but it's actually quite easy. So first of all, um, there is luckily just one ticket for all for everything you don't need a different different ticket for for the bus than you need for the subway than you need for the tram it's just you buy a ticket and you can use all of the different methods of transportation except for those long distance trains like ICE and ICE intercity express those are the only exception but otherwise you can use everything that the public transportation system has to offer so the only thing you really need to worry about is how like from where to where are you traveling and there are three different zones zone a zone b and zone c 
Zone A is everything inside of the S-Bahn-Ring, inside of the Ringbahn. So this ring, and if you ever look at a subway map, you can very clearly see the ring. Like you, you will see right away, okay, this is the big ring. And so everything that's inside of it is Zone A. Everything that's outside of the ring, but still within Berlin, is Zone B. And then Zone C is everything that's outside of Berlin, but still part of of this uh, VBB area. So it's parts of uh, Brandenburg, like uh, the BER airport, for example. If you're going to the airport, you will always need a ticket that covers Zone C. You can go all the way to Potsdam, so different city. Um, that's also still Zone C, Oranienburg. So that's Zone C. And the way you buy the ticket is you either get AB, so that allows you to travel just within those two zones, there's no no ticket for just zone A. Like the, the smallest one is basically AB and that's kind of the default. Like basically if you're visiting Berlin or if you live here, unless you're living outside of Berlin, AB is all you need. You can get BC if you're commuting from outside of Berlin to within Berlin, but not within the S-Bahn ring, then you would get BC. I think that's a very rare case. Or if you're traveling from within Berlin to outside of Berlin or vice versa, you would need ABC. But the default case is really AB. So unless you're going to the airport or going to Potsdam or going to Brandenburg, you just want to get AB. And there's one special case, and that is um, Kurzstrecke, short distance tickets. That's a way to save some money. Um, so basically, if your trip is either three subway stations or less or six tram stations or less you can get a Kurzstrecke um, and then that that ticket is a lot cheaper I have a tram route that I take frequently that's exactly six tram stations so in that case I can just get a short distance Kurzstrecke ticket where can you buy these tickets there's different options of course i already mentioned there's a a better uh, don't don't use the bvg far info app it's really bad there's a specific app now that bvg makes that's just called bvg tickets and i find that app quite usable you can just select the tickets it's very organized you can see all the tickets we will talk about them but you you can see all the tickets that you can get and you can buy the tickets even without creating an account. So even if you're just visiting Berlin, you can just download the app, buy a ticket, pay via Apple Pay or probably Google Pay or whatever. You don't have to create an account. So I think that's the easiest. Obviously, you'll need to have your phone and it'll need to have battery, but that's the easiest. If you're old school, you can get your ticket at a ticket machine. Ticket machines are on the platform in subway stations also usually on the platform in S-Bahn stations. Uh, you can get it, you can get tickets in buses with the bus driver and in and trams will have a ticket machine within the tram. But trams and buses are the only types of transportation where you can get it when you already entered. For for subways and S-Bahn trains, you have to get it before you enter. And there's the ticket machines, the traditional ticket machines on the stations will still accept cash if they work. 
Um, otherwise, I think trams and buses, it's, it's um, carts only at this point. So no, no cash. And then if you're buying not just like a, a ticket for an individual ride, but you're getting a monthly ticket, you can also get those at the at, at these service points. So both the S-Bahn that's run by DB, Deutsche Bahn, and BVG, they run service points in some of the bigger stations and you can go in person and, and get a ticket there. Tickets do need to be validated if they're physical. So obviously if you're buying it on the phone, it'll you'll validate it on the phone. Um, otherwise, um, they need to be validated depending on the ticket. So if you're just getting like a single ticket um, or you're getting a four-trip ticket, you usually, it, de it, it depends. Sometimes I think uh, the machine will say this one will, will come out validated right away, um, but others you have to validate and there's these little stamp machines on the platform they're either red or yellow and you you put in your ticket and and it stamps it so basically if you buy a ticket take a look at the ticket if it has the date and time on it already then it's already validated and it's it's starting from that time if it doesn't if it just says einzelfahrschein or whatever but it doesn't have a date or time you do need to validate it otherwise you are uh traveling without a ticket so let's talk about all the different types of tickets before i do i will mention some prices here i won't mention all the prices so the easiest would be to just download the before ticket app and and look at the prices if you're interested obviously these prices can and will change prices go up sometimes and as we'll see there's some special things going on right now where the prices are different now than they might be in the in the future so single trip tickets the the most simple case um, if you're just going from point a to point b within zone a b you just buy a regular ticket a b it's currently three euros and this ticket is valid for two hours in one direction with as many changes as you want. So basically it gets you from point A to point B and you can switch trams and subways and buses as often as you want and you can travel for two hours, but you cannot go back. So you couldn't, for example, go, go travel for 10 minutes and go to the grocery store and then travel back with the same ticket because only half an hour has passed. That's not allowed. If you get caught, they will check the ticket and they will see that you entered at this station and you're now traveling toward that station. And so it's not valid anymore. Um, then there's four single trip, a, a four single trip ticket. And so that's basically just four trips on one ticket and it's just a little bit cheaper so you just if you it basically if you if you live in berlin and you just occasionally travel it just makes sense to get a four single trip ticket because you will eventually need another ticket and it's just cheaper to get four in advance than to buy individual ones each time um, and also if you have an a b ticket already or like a four single trip ticket a b for the zones a b and you do need to go to the airport or to Brandenburg, you can get an extension ticket that basically adds zone C. So it may, turns it into an ABC ticket. 
And then there's the short trip tickets that I mentioned. Those are cheaper. They're only two euros and they are also available as a four trip ticket. So if you often take short trips, you can get a four trip ticket for the for the Kurzstrecke. So those that that was the most simple case. Now it'll get only get more complicated from here. Next, um, we have day tickets. So there's a 24-hour ticket that you just buy and then you can ride for 24 hours. There's a flex ticket that is basically you get eight times 24 hours within 30 days. So if you if it's winter and you know, okay, this month I don't need the subway every day, but I will need it at least eight times and and you want the day ticket because you're you're traveling several times, then that might be a good idea. By the way, the the day ticket, the 24-hour ticket, I think it makes sense if you're going three times or more in one day. Basically, if you're just going to one place and then coming back, individual tickets will be cheaper. But if you are if you're taking three different trips on in one day, then the 24-hour ticket, the day ticket already makes sense. There's also a 24-hour ticket for small groups of five people so if you're in berlin for for a party or a bachelor party then that might be a good choice then there's different types of season tickets um, or kind of longer time tickets there's a seven day ticket there's a monthly ticket that you can just get individually and then it's just valid for one month also if you're an apprentice or a student at school, you will get either a free or a cheap monthly ticket. Students, university students get a semester ticket so that there's different types of these kind of monthly tickets uh, or semester tickets um, that you can buy or if you belong to one of those groups. But then there are abos, subscriptions, that you can buy that make sense if you actually live here and this might be kind of the the biggest and most important topic so the standard one that i think in the bvg ticket app it says for real berliners um so for anyone who who lives here and uses public transportation a lot is called vbb umweltkarte so vbb um as as i mentioned in the beginning is is this regional area that includes Brandenburg and Umwelt because it's good for the environment to use public transportation and then Karte is the card so that's the VBB Umweltkarte and basically the way it works is just with the other tickets you have to pick your zone so you can get it for just AB or for ABC or even for all of VBB so VBB is actually the area is larger than ABC it could include all of Brandenburg and then the price uh, goes up depending on on the zones you pick and then you can choose if you want to pay either monthly or yearly and then you get a physical card that you can use to write as much as you want within the area that you picked there's some important benefits that this card has that basically none of the other cards have the the most important one, it's transferable. So it's not tied to you personally. You don't sh need to show ID with this ticket and prove that it's your ticket. You can literally give it to someone else for a day and then they can 
write with it and then you use it the next day. You could share it if you're in a shared apartment, you could share it. If you're in a family, you could share it. So that's one of the huge benefits of this card. You can also bring a dog for free, which normally costs money. And you can bring another person, actually another adult and up to three children every night after 8 p.m., and all day on weekends. So those are some nice perks that this that this abo this this subscription has and why many berliners do have it if you're using it to commute uh, during the week and then on the weekend maybe you you bring your partner along or your flatmate or whatever all of that you can do on this on this card. It used to be um, around I think 70 euros per month. And I think that's that will be the regular price again as well. Currently, right now, there is a discount if you join now, and it's only 20, 29 euros for a limited time. And that's because of the Deutschland ticket, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, but normally, I think this Umweltkarte, if you buy it for the whole year, is around 70 euros per month. Then there's a, another one that's called Zehn Urkarte, which is very similar to the VBB Umweltkarte, but it's only valid after 10 a.m. in the morning. And it's a little bit cheaper that way. So basically, you can't use it if you have a regular job where you need to commute in the morning. But if you, if you don't have that and you always get up late, then you can save a bit of money using this Zehn Urkarte. Um, I think it's a way for them to take off pressure of the morning hours. Basically, they're trying to give people a discount to buy this ticket so that they don't use public transportation early in the morning. Then there's one for people that are older than 65. It's called Abo 65 Plus. And that one includes all of Berlin and Brandenburg. Apparently, people that are in the retirement age have time to take trips to Brandenburg. And that's why that's included. I don't know. Um, that was if that was the thinking there and there's a Fearman ticket i think the Fearman ticket is more or less um the same as the vbb umweltkarte but it's your your employer buys it for you so basically the if you're a company you can get a vbb umweltkarte or the equivalent for your employees and it's a little bit cheaper that way i think i'm not 100% sure on the pricing there But basically, um, if your employer buys tickets for the employees, then then it's called Firmen ticket. So then there's the Deutschland ticket, and that is something very new. In fact, it doesn't exist yet, or it's not valid yet. It will start in May of this year. And it is the successor of the 9 euro ticket. So from June, between June and August of 2022 we had this nine euro ticket and it was a basically a result of the war that russia started against ukraine um uh, where everything started getting more expensive especially gas prices went up um and things like that and then there was some some political thing where the the gas prices were capped in price for a little while for to make it um to make it more affordable to 
ride your car if you need to. And that was something that the FDP, the political party FDP, kind of pushed through. And then the Greens, the, the Die Grünen, the Green Party, they basically pushed for an equivalent or something for people that use public transportation. And so for three months, we had this nine-euro ticket that was incredible because it was nine euros per month and you could use all local tr public transportation, including regional trains, within all of Germany. And it was quite a quite a hype and people took trips all over Germany with these slow trains that were included in the ticket. So it led to a lot of additional freedom and and energy and people just started to travel on this really affordable ticket then that ticket ended and basically the government promised that there would be some kind of successor and this successor is now um, almost there and it's called deutschland ticket and it's supposed to be a long-term thing apparently starting may 1st 2023 you can already buy it but you can start using it in may and it will be 49 euros per month at least at first they said they will adjust it for inflation as time goes on but for now it'll be 49 euros per month it's a subscription so basically you uh you buy it it renews every month you can cancel every month and just like the nine euro ticket you can use all public transportation within germany including regional trains and including all the bvg stuff within berlin but not the long distance trains that i mentioned so not intercity express or intercity those aren't included so you can't take a very quick trip to hamburg on this deutschland ticket but you could get on local train and go to hamburg from berlin but that will take you a long time. So basically, it's um, it's similar to the nine euro ticket. It's also similar to the VBB Umweltkarte in that you can use all of the public transportation within Berlin, and you will say now, hey, the VBB Umweltkarte you mentioned was around seventy euros. Why should I get that if the Deutschland ticket lets me? use all public transportation in all of germany and it's cheaper a great question <laughs> um, basically the downsides of the deutschland ticket are that it's not transferable so remember the vbb umweltkarte you can literally just hand to someone else the deutschland ticket is just for you personally so you can't bring You can't give it to anybody else and you can also not bring anybody on nights and weekends as you can with the VBB Umweltkarte. So depending on your situation, the VBB Umweltkarte might still be the better deal because you can give it to other people, you can bring other people, uh, you can bring your children and so on. Personally, if you if you want to know my opinion, I think the Deutschland ticket is like it's better than It's better that we have it than not having it. But it's really like this 49 euro price is a little bit of, it's a weird price because it's too expensive for people who are actually really struggling to afford public transportation. And I think getting around at least your own city should should somewhat be of a of a right or a privilege at least that we grant everybody. And so it should be cheap enough that 
anybody is able to visit a friend that lives on the other side of Berlin or able to go to Ikea or whatever it may be. And it's also too expensive for people like me who, like I can, I can afford it, but I don't travel on public transportation that much that even 49 euros really makes sense. And so it's really just, I don't know. It's a, it's, I guess it's a good discount for people who need something like this, but it's not enough of an incentive. The nine euro ticket, it was just a no brainer. Like everybody got the nine euro ticket because come on, like it's three subway rides, basically, obviously you're going to get the nine euro ticket. And then since you have it, maybe you will take a train trip to Brandenburg instead of taking the car. It was like a really good incentive to try these things. 49, I think, is too high, but that's just my personal opinion. Okay, going on with our uh, tickets, we're almost done. We also have several types of tickets aimed especially at tourists, tourist tickets. They It, it will say in the app, in the BVG tickets ticket app, you will see tourist tickets. Um, there's different ones you can get them for different time frames between two and six days or even more. Basically, they are like a day ticket or week ticket um, plus discounts on sightseeing stuff. So they will give you discounts to specific museums and specific things. And there's like different tourist tickets that include different things. One's called Berlin Welcome Card. There's one that's called Berlin City Tour Card. There's one that's called Easy City Pass Berlin. I've never really used any of this. If you're coming to Berlin for a limited time to and you specifically want to do a lot of sightseeing and want to see a lot of museums, I would Google these and see what's included and see if it makes sense. But if you live here, those don't really make much sense, I think. Children are... Uh, need a ticket i think there's a reduced ticket um for children but if uh the child is under six years old it's free so basically all tickets no matter what the ticket is that you have if you bring a child that's under six year years old it travels for free afterwards you need a reduced ticket i think up up until the age of 15 Bringing other people, we already talked about. Um, if you have the VBB Umweltkarte or actually most other weekly, monthly, or yearly tickets, so check the specific ticket that you're interested in. But most of these tickets let you bring at least one other person after 8 p.m. and until 3 a.m. the next day on weekends, Saturdays, uh, and Sundays, and on public holidays. Bringing a dog... Uh, also depends on the ticket. If it's just a regular ticket, you need to buy a reduced, or there's a speci special dog ticket, I think, that you need to get. Um, if you have um, the VBB Umweltkarte or the Deutschland ticket, you can bring a dog with you in Berlin. Um, and the dog, this, this, all, all of this, if the dog is bigger than a cat and can't go in a closed container. If it's in a closed container, it basically counts as a suitcase. But if it's bigger than that, um, you need to have it on a leash. And theoretically, they must wear a muzzle. Um, I never see dogs with a muzzle on public transport. Um, and I don't think you will get into much trouble if your dog is not on a muzzle, unless, obviously, 
they have a bit of a biting problem. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you don't have to worry. And if it's a guide dog, um, then obviously you don't need to pay for a ticket. Bicycles are a little bit tricky as well. Um, you do need a bicycle ticket, at, except for some of the special tickets, like students, I don't think, need to get a bicycle ticket, but almost everybody else needs to get a bicycle ticket if you want to bring your bicycle. You can only bring your bicycle on the S-Bahn and U-Bahn and on two night buses, the N1 and the N9. Any other tram or bus, you can't take your bicycle. So that's not great if you're stuck in the rain. You can only use the S-Bahn or U-Bahn, but you can't take a bus. Um, and even on the U-Bahn, you need to be a little bit um, careful. You are not supposed to bring it in the first carriage. And then also some of the other carriage might have a sign that says no bicycle. So you, you need to be, you need to check which carriage you can take your bike in. And I think it also, the rule also says that if it's really full, then you have to wait for the next one. Like people have priority. Guess that makes sense. So as I mentioned in the beginning, you, there's no physical barriers, but you do need to get a ticket. If you're getting caught without a ticket, you need to pay a fine. And I think it's currently 60 euros. And there's no way of getting around that. The only way that you can get around that is if you actually do have a valid ticket, you just didn't bring it with you. If you have a personalized ticket, for example, and you just left it at home, then you can go to the service station later and or I think you can do it online and you pay a reduced fee of seven euros. But having a ticket that's unstamped, for example, or anything like that does not count. So if you don't have a ticket, they will ask for your ID and they will write down all of your information and you will get um, an invoice or ticket in the mail. If you don't have any ID on you, they will actually like call the like ask you to leave the train with them and call the police and then the police uh, I identifies your identification like figures out your identification i don't know how it works exactly but you sometimes see this happening where there you go by uh, a, a subway station and there's someone and then the police comes and they take identification so it's 60 euros every time that you get caught and the the really troublesome thing that is really um problematic i think is that It's technically a, a criminal offense uh, to not ride with a ticket. And I think the way it goes is that the first three times, they won't um, bring charges, basically. They, you will just have to pay the 60 euros and that's it. But if you get caught a fourth time, they will bring charges and it can actually like go on your record. And in some cases... If you're not able to pay the fines, I think some people go to like jail for a few days for having ridden without a ticket, which is just insane that like people who can't afford a ticket in some cases end up going to jail because they couldn't afford a ticket. It's just ridiculous. There's actually an NGO that um, bails these people out because the only reason you would need to go to jail is if you can't pay the fine and so this NGO just pays people's fines and gets them out of jail um, that's a little bit fucked up that whole system and honestly we should, we should just make 
make it cheap enough, at least for people who can't afford it. I mean, really, if you can't afford a subway ticket, you should just be able to go for free. But that's my personal opinion. Um, it's insane to me that we're putting people in jail just because they were trying to get around their own city and couldn't afford a ticket. But let's not close on that depressing thought. Um, let me give you like a few few last thoughts if you're new in Berlin. Um, I would say the the subway is very efficient, obviously. It's, it's probably the quickest way to get from point A to point B. But you don't really get to see much of Berlin. Some of the subway lines go overground for a little bit, but not really, not very much. And you don't, like you start thinking in these subway lines and subway stations, but you don't really get a good grasp on the city actually and, and how the city works and how the city is laid out. And so I would really suggest that you try to cycle if and when you can. Cycling really teaches you where things are and which ro roads go where. And cycling is really the better way to learn about the city. And if you can't cycle or you don't want to cycle, I would say um, take take buses sometimes, take trams. They are slower, um, but they give you a better sense of the city. You get to see more and you get to understand a little bit more where things are. So don't don't get stuck underground. Try to use some of the overground methods of transportation so you get to see and enjoy Berlin. <laughs> 